Welcome to the Power of Synergy. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona. And today we started the show a little bit late. I know I had a few viewers who are wanting to watch the show today. So let me just start off by saying I'm sorry about the late start, but there were some technical difficulties that I was having. So I'm going to start the show today with a great joke, okay? Because a lot of the places that I've gone to today, I couldn't get the Wi-Fi going when um, people were trying to send me an, an email message. It wasn't showing up in my inbox when <laughs> I really, really don't like technology. So let me just start off to get myself in a good mood, back in a good mood with a really great joke that my son told me when he was 13 years old, okay? It's called the computer's gender. The Spanish teacher was explaining to the class that words are feminine or masculine in Spanish, English, or Spanish, right? You know, like ours are L or La, okay? In Spanish, you have to say whether it's L or La, okay? Well, you know what? One of the students, it was an adult class, he goes, is it El Computador or La Computadora? And she said, well, do you think it's more like a guy or a gal? And he goes, well, I'm not answering. That's a loaded question. Forget it. I forget. Forget I asked. She said, no, you know, we're going to have some fun. We're going to make this a game. <laughs> Men over here, women over there. You guys talk it out. Tell me if you think this thing is a guy or a gal. And they said, okay, uh, yeah. You know, the guys are kind of talking about it. And they're going, well, yeah. And they got out a paper and pen and, and started laughing. And they were like whispering and laughing. And she goes, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Okay, this is just a game. What, what are you writing down? <laughs> Can I see what you're writing down? She says, no, yeah, this thing's a chick. We already know it's a chick. We're just writing down all the reasons why. And she said, okay, you know, well, you could stop now. Why don't you just read some of your, your reasons to me why it's a woman? And they said, okay, four reasons we got. First of all, only their creator understands them. <laughs> Number two, they speak a language that only they can interpret. Number three, they store every mistake you ever make in long-term memory for future retrieval. And you're never going to stop buying their accessories. And she said, oh, God, ladies, I'm drowning here. Those were awesome reasons. I can't even deny any of them. Tell me you can save me. They said, no, yeah, no, this thing's a guy. We'll tell you why. We got four reasons, too. Number one, they won't do anything for you if they're not turned on. Number two, you can give them all the information in the world. They still can't think for themselves. Number three, they claim to solve all your problems in life, making your life so much easier. But we know when push comes to shove and the real deal, the real world, they're the problem. They're what's making it harder. And most importantly, you know, if you had just waited six months, you could have had a better one. All right. So here's here's the deal, people. I actually had a great um, Zoom meeting with my best friend over in England this morning, and it was five o'clock because over there it's one o'clock in the afternoon. We were actually talking about how people don't even know how to communicate with people anymore. They don't. They don't speak to people. So this week I did a little experiment. I got. I made myself a banner. I got a foldable table, literally a foldable chair. I put it out on the sidewalk on Seventh Avenue and Van Buren in Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona. Okay, yeah, the weather was hot. So I stayed in the mornings and the evenings, but I just looked at all the cars driving by. And I had some information. I had my book. I had my business card for the coaching that I do. And I had my radio show information. And I wanted to see, you know, talking to people, who was I going to get um, the kind of response from and what kind of things were they going to want to know about? Was it going to be more about my written work or is it going to be me as a professional, maybe offering my services to them? Or, hey, do you want to watch my show? Because, yeah, I have a face for radio. Everything's video now. 
And I couldn't believe it. I, I was really surprised at how many people wanted to hire me just because as a relationship coach, they don't know how to have relationships anymore. Technology has completely undermined what we do. Then a couple of people said, well, I can't hire you. I'm not rich. I said, that's okay, because I got my little workbook here. Would you like my workbook with the MP3 of me reading it, right? The PDF for your phone. Yeah, I sold a couple of those. And then I handed out about 50 different, you know, kinds of information pieces about my radio show. So I'm hoping some of those people are actually watching me today. So as a personal gift to the people that I personally interacted with that I gave my book to, I'm going to do basically um, a coaching session, right? With the workbook information. My workbook is about four different parts. The first part is what's your personality? If you come to me as a life coach and say, I want to improve my life. I say, well, what really would be the best life for your true nature? Okay. Then the second part is, well, then let's go ahead and define where you want to go in life based on what you've just learned about your nature. And then the third part is, okay, so you got kind of your, your goal in view and you've got some self-awareness. Let's take an inventory because I can tell you how to get to Los Angeles, but not until I know if you're coming from Florida or Washington state. Okay. So let's do a little bit of an inventory that can be tough for some people. And you know what, when you know where you are, you know where you're going, you know how you move through life, let's equip you with the tools and resources that you need in order to have success in your journey to successfully reach your goal. Okay, so what I did was the fourth part of the book that it's a lot of information because I'm going to go over six different resources that you can have to prepare yourself for success to uh, enable yourself. And we, especially when you're talking about things that preemptively, yeah, you can prevent a lot of the problems from even happening in the first place. Some are inevitable, so you need to be prepared. But if you know what you're doing beforehand, a lot of them wouldn't even come to fruition in the first place. Okay. So uh, I'm learning how to do the Zoom thing with my producer remotely. Yeah, I still want to go to Texas. I want to sit in the, the radio show booth, but welcome to COVID. I'm going to be going ahead and texting him, right, on my technology and looking at the equipment that I have to go over the book with you guys. So what I want you um, to know, first of all, is that the six different tools and resources that I have in part four of my book are number one, overcoming the losing focus. We all lose our focus. And then there's a feeling of aloneness. That'll be the second one. Then there's the destructive negative thoughts. Okay, that's number three. And number four is internal resistance, our own inhibition to make that forward progress. Number five is low energy, which hello, that's just universal, right? And then the sixth one is going to be negative emotions. So we're all going to have negative emotions in life, not getting rid of negative emotions, but using them as stepping, stone, stepping stones um, it, to really empower us. When we understand what they are, we can utilize them in a constructive and healthful way. Okay, so um, the first one, I'm not going to take a break because we started kind of late. Um, the first one, milestones 
are good enough to be motivational for us, but they still need to be challenging. Um, what we're basically talking about in the way of milestones, they're very, very productive because there's something that when you're looking at your goal in the distance, if it's so far off, if it feels so far off, you don't necessarily know if you're ever going to get there. You know what? So you know what? Hey, let's take an example of a, a goal to lose 50 pounds. That's a pretty big goal. Well, how about 10 pounds, right? Four times, five pounds, times. Okay, so you know what? Let's just, let's just cut it down to a 20-pound goal, but then make four milestones of five pounds each. And so it's important enough to have that to where what you're going to be doing in the daily life routine, you're going to see the little tiny steps that you're making that you're actually feeling successful in the process. So that's going to continue to give you the emotional energy as well as the mental fortification to continue. Yeah, look at that. I did reach a little mini goal. It's a milestone. And then when you have rewards, it's very important for you to say not only the confirmation of I did a great job doing this great thing, but I'm also going to give myself that additional affirmation of the confirmation to give myself that extra shot in the arm, which we're gonna to get to later as well. So again, it's very important to remember that it needs to be far enough away for you to be challenged, right? Don't make it easy for yourself. You need to actually have that challenge because that's what gives you motivation. Keep that in mind. How much of what we want now in our daily lifestyle is buy now, pay later, right? Eat now, taste now, decide later if you if you actually enjoy the meal. No, you have to have that. I'm going to make a commitment and then I'm going to do the work and then I'm going to earn what I have because that's a kind of fulfillment that you have as a person. That's a rare thing in this day and age. But the more you do it, the more motivated you become and the more encouraging you become to others because when you're successful, that success perpetuates positive energy, not only inside of you, but in the people that you're with. And when they see your success and your genuine happiness, they're inspired too. And I always tell people on my show and in my books and in my coaching one-on-one, -on -one, there is no negative energy. So remember, synergy. What is synergy? The whole theme of my show is you come together with people and when you are apart, you have your own personal energy. When you come together, you exponentially increase each other. You augment each other. And when you grow together, not only in what you do, but how you feel and how you think together, that is going to have an effect short-term and long-term. Now, there is no neutral energy. You have the power to do good or bad. If you are not proactively doing good with others for yourself and for them, you are defaulting into bad. Neutral counts as bad. And I was talking to some ladies in, in Starbucks this morning about that. Yeah, you do have to have that awareness, that mindfulness to put yourself in positive energy place. Okay, so now we are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be uh, talking about setting up that support system that comes from the positive energy. 
So this is the power of synergy on BBS radio. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona. Welcome back to The Power of Synergy on BBS Radio. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona. Okay, now I am actually going to step out on a limb today and and try to take calls while I'm communicating on this technology with my um, producer. The number to the the radio station is 888-627-6008. If any of my viewers want to ask me questions while I am going through this information, please don't hesitate to call in and he'll let me know um, just through texting because I don't have a headpiece on right now, so he can't actually talk to me in my in my head. Um, let me know if you do have a specific question about the thing that I'm talking about in that time, in that moment, because I'm going to be going through several more things throughout the show. Okay, so we just spoke about um, having the landmarks, the um, points of success, en route to your ultimate destination. That's very good for you, okay? But then what I was also talking about in the last segment was having that positive reinforcement with other people as you are en route to that ultimate goal. Well, when we set up a support system in our lives, we're doing two different things. First of all, we are um, sort of having a backup plan that if things were to go wrong for us in our life, we could have the people giving us what we need to personally directly help us get back on track or make the corrections or tap into different um, other resources that they would have access to that we might not. But it's very important to understand that we are also giving them a gift. There is more joy in giving than there is in receiving. When we actually let them give to us, we are doing them an amazing personal favor because we're telling them who you are is making me a better person. I am now more successful. I'm more healthy. I'm more happy because you are who you are. But the contingency of that is you have to go to the right person for the right support. There are four different kinds of support. There's physical support, there's emotional support, there is mental support, and then there is moral support. So it's very important for you to be able to say, you know what, right now, I don't even know what kind of support I need. Think about it before you ever need support. What kind of uh, situations are going on in your daily life with some kind of consistency? What kind of support do you generally need? If there are things that just don't happen in your life because you lack the um, physical objects that you need or the accessibility to um, places or people to carry out the decisions that you've made, 
well, then you need physical support. There are people, they're called sensory perceivers. They are amazing at getting things done with nothing. One of the best things that I tell people about my husband was I couldn't find the stupid dustpan. I was so irritated. I didn't want to clean and I certainly didn't want to sweep. And I had this pile of dirt in the middle of my floor and I couldn't find the stupid dustpan. It got me more and more angry. It's sweeping, okay? <laughs> it's not that big a deal. But I was so angry that I couldn't even finish something as stupid as this. He said, don't worry about it. He went and got a newspaper. He got the top edge of it wet. He stuck it on the ground. He swept it up. He crumpled it up. He threw it away. That was so awesome. I was very attracted to him when he did that. Sensory perceivers, they're about getting stuff done. Somehow, they'll, they'll get it done. Who in your life do you think is a sensory perceiver? You might be surprised. Then there is, again, the emotional support. Sometimes, you know what? You don't want to do anything. You don't want anyone to fix anything. You just want someone to tell you good things, positive things, encouraging, supportive things. That will give you what you need to keep going emotionally. Your fortitude, right? And your resiliency. Yeah, your gumption. That's just a, the good positive energy that is going to be able to propel you through negativity. Sometimes there's just negativity all over the place. You literally need to neuterize, right? Neutralize? No, you need to neuter the bad energy. The only thing that will conquer evil is good. And that's in a purely emotional way. Intuitive feelers are amazing at giving you positive energy. Then you have mental energy. Sometimes you just, you, you just gotta, <laughs> a mental block. <laughs> There's literally nothing there, nothing going on. And you're thinking, oh my God, a brain fart. Am I getting old? What's the deal? I, I can't come up with anything that can be overwhelming. Even if there's not really any problem, you just don't have the ideas or the concepts of how to solve a problem. You know what? Forget it. Then you're just going to go ahead and give up. Well, you know what? NTs are really great at taking things apart and putting them back together. And they can talk about things and ask really good random questions because then when they ask about this and this and this, this and this, and then they understand it and they're like, you know what? Sometimes you can talk and talk and talk about nothing that has anything to do with the whoo, epiphany. Then they have like a really great, brilliant idea. And they say, yeah, well, what about this? Have you ever tried this? And you look, you go, wow, that's weird. How in the world would you say that? How could you try it? Just try it. Yeah, they think outside the box. And that's good mental support to be able to say, my brain shut down. I need someone with a brain. Okay. And then there's moral support. <sighs> NTs are good at mental. NFs are good at emotional. SPs are good at physical. SJs are moral support. When you have to do something and you just, sometimes you have an attitude problem or you just think, you know what, there, it's pointless. I'm looking at this and I don't, I'm not interested in it anymore. And I don't really want to do this anymore. There's something going on, but I'm not really sure what it is inside of me. I, you need a swift kick in the pants. 
SJs are great at that because they have a, a moral fiber and a social responsibility and a motivation. Sometimes they can be jerks. If they think you're being a spoiled little brat, yeah, they'll, they'll be kind of harsh. Okay. But for the most part, when they see that you really do want to get it done and you're just, I don't know, I don't know. They can say, hey, you know what? I'm with you here. Let's just go one step at a time. Just keep going. Just keep going. We don't need to think about what it's about. We don't need to feel our way through it. You just got to keep your nose to the grindstone. And that's moral support. That's important. The question is, think about the people in your life. Who do you have in your life? You might not think you have a whole lot of people. Wait a minute now. Who do you go to church with? Who is in your uh, extended family? Who are your neighbors? Who do you work with? Who is at the grocery store that always has a really great um, joke for you when you come into their department? Um, Who are people on social media that you knew from 30 years ago that, you know, once in a while you see them and you say, hey, how's it going? Ask them you know, about different things about their personality or just ask them questions about their life. Study them, find out who they are as people. And then when you get to know them better, what I tell people is have five people on each of those lists, five physical support, five emotional support, five mental support, and five moral support people in your life. That way, in the event that you need some kind of support and, hey, guess what? They're not answering their phone (laughs) or they're not answering their text message. You have enough at your um, disposal that you have that you have to have their contact information, which is obviously their phone number, their email address. So you know that you will be very, very um, prepared if, no, when that kind of support is important for you to have when you need that. And when you say to them, wow, what you did for me just now with me made me a better person, that's going to motivate them to offer themselves. Because you know what? Sometimes they don't want to be rejected when people offer help. How much does it hurt when you say, no, no, that's okay. I don't want it. It actually hurts a lot. So when they now, they know that what they've said or been or done with you for you is making you a better person you have improved the quality of their life and you've you've become closer to each other now one of the things I wanted to talk about too um, actually since we're kind of shuffling the time around is affirmations now this is kind of a long one a lot of people especially when I was growing up it was a very um cachet topic, right? People really wanted to sound like they were helping people. And if they knew that there was a way that you could kind of a quick fix, we'll call it a quick fix. Um, then everybody just started doing it. But affirmations are, are pretty complex. So we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to spend kind of the next segment, it's going to be lengthy. Um, so if you want, go ahead during the break, get a pen and paper out and take some notes about what's really important, what's absolutely vital when it comes to using affirmations as a personal resource. So we're going to take a quick break. And again, this is The Power of Synergy. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona.
Welcome back to the Power of Synergy on BBS Radio. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona. And again, if you have any questions or comments even that you wanted to share with us, um, the number here at BBS is 888-627-6008. Okay, so now it's really important before I go on that when we talk about affirmations, for my listeners, my viewers to understand that affirmations are very misunderstood. But we can all accept that there is a universal principle of your brain is easily washed. You can brainwash yourself. You can rewire yourself because what you say is very, very powerful and you cannot take words back. So you have this amazing tool that you can use in an amazing way, but you need to understand how it's going to affect you short-term and long-term. So these very important um the, um, sorry, I'm thinking in Spanish now, <laughs> the rules of how to do this in the best for you way are very important. Okay, so when you're talking about saying something to yourself, it always has to be in the present indicative sense, not I will, not I, I could, or I would, it's I do, I am, I think, I feel as if it already is true because your brain doesn't know what's real and what's not. It literally takes in everything that it is is given. So it's very important for you to not say, I'm not a bad person. It heard bad person. It's going to take the words bad person and put them to use. So you need to always have it then also in the right now, right here, positive tense okay keep it short and simple you have to keep it very basic it cannot be complex because again we all know we have the attention span we want to take our brain is taking in bits and pieces of everything at all times so the shorter the more brief the more simple it is the more quickly our brain is going to assimilate it and put it to use yeah we are always taking everything in and putting it to use in some practical way employing it in what we do okay now it's very important that the statements be very highly complimentary because the more positive you are, the more comfortable you are going to be with being positive. It's very important for you to get comfortable just with that attitude. When you have those words coming out of your mouth and your brain is, is saying, wow, this is good. I like this. Let's keep doing this. The positive energy will continue to perpetuate. And when you're highly complimentary of yourself and you go, wow, that felt really good. Then you're in your daily life. You're going to look at someone else and say, wow, you know what? I really liked that about you. You're more likely to be complimentary to others as well. Now, it's very important, the next rule is that you write a list of at least 10 affirmations, preferably 12. Now, they need to be proportionate to one to three ratio. One thing that you absolutely love about yourself because you know it's true, you don't doubt it in any way, and you really do like that about yourself. One thing, you know what, you you think it's true, but... I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. Depends on how I'm feeling at the time. 
Okay, and then one thing that, you know what, you know for a fact, it's not true at all. You wish to God it was, you would give anything for it to be true. You need to keep it in that one to three ratio. For every one thing that you, you know for a fact isn't true, you have to have one thing that you know for a fact is. And then that one thing that you're thinking, well, I don't know, it could kind of go either way. That positive energy is going to go, yeah. Yeah, actually it is when you keep it in that proportion. And it's very important so um, that your brain, again, doesn't, doesn't start thinking. You are going to be brainwashing yourself. You need to shuffle those statements to randomly place them in no particular order, okay, so that you are completely caught off guard when you're going down the list, okay? Then you need to have um, at least seven copies of the complete list, have all of them placed in different places in um, your general environment. They could be anywhere from on the wall, they could be on your desk, they could be in your drawer, they could be on a mirror in a bag, they could be in the um, coat closet, right? When you open up your, your front door and you see the coat closet, if you were to open the door and look on the other side, well, look at that, there's your list of affirmations. You need to go through your regular routine in your life. Where are the places in your physical environment that you could put those things where you know they're there? Other people might not unless they were looking. Unless it's in a place where you have other people in your life, again, who are supporting this particular activity that you're doing and saying, yeah, I think you should put it there. And now you know that I know that that I know <laughs> where this thing is. So that actually is the good confirmation of your affirmation. And then it's very important to frequently say these things out loud throughout the day. If you wanna say them in conversation, that's great. If you, if you need to be alone when you say those things, just to get comfortable with the utterances, say them out loud at random times for no reason whatsoever. So you're going to need to memorize the list, which that won't be hard the first few times that you read it. Then you also have to have a schedule that you have predetermined as this is the time that I am going to spend doing nothing more than my verbal affirmations out loud. I have to hear myself and it needs to be um, not negotiable. It, it literally needs to be a hard, fast rule in your life. That means the people in your life need to know that they don't necessarily need to know exactly what you're saying, but they need to know that there are going to be times of your day that you need to take at least five minutes, sometimes 10 minutes, whatever you have determined you personally need. And you need to say to people, look, if I get a call, take a message. If someone needs something to eat, the refrigerator's over there. If someone needs a favor, there's someone else over there who can help you do that. I'm taking care of me right now. Keep in mind, you're not going to be able to save any other lives if you don't have the mask on your own face. This is you giving yourself oxygen. Now, it's very important, this is where it gets critical, for you to keep a copy of that list with yourself, in your wallet, in your purse, in your whatever it is that you have within arm's reach, okay? Even if it's just your pocket, you need to have that so that in the event that you feel very significantly negative emotional responses, very negative thoughts, very physiological intense 
things going on inside of you, you can pull it out immediately and say, you know what, I'm taking a time out. I'm going, I'm going somewhere and I'm taking care of myself right now. You might have people in your life who would be there with you for you that you would actually want. That's great. Otherwise, you just need to say to people, no, I need to do this for me now. And then when you are in that very, very intense situation, not your routine, not your general going throughout the day, when you are having those emotions, you are verbally neutralizing everything negative that you are thinking, you are canceling out and, and fortifying yourself. All the emotional negativity is going away because you're replacing it with positive emotional experiences when you hear yourself even if you're crying when you say those affirmations say them over and over again now now what if you have a list of 10 affirmations and you get nine of them yes yes but there's that one that one that you are just incredibly hurt by and you have to go through that list again and again and you guys say it say the whole list say the nine things out loud that you already believe just work on the one thing no Say the entire list as many times as you need to until you absolutely believe that one last thing that you're struggling with inside. You will be so amazed that when your mind and your heart have actually been brainwashed by you, later on in other situations, your brain is going to start talking to you in that way. And so the things that before may have hurt you or upset you or frustrated you or confused you or overwhelmed you, you know what? Your brain's going, don't even worry about that. We got this taken care of. It's a wonderful thing for you to give you. There is no neutral energy. It's either a positive or negative. Get comfortable with the positive energy saying good things to yourself about yourself. Keep it simple, very, very complimentary, and always in that ratio, that proportion of one to three, so that if there are new things that you want to you want to change out the ones, yeah, you know what? I want to I want to add some new ones. Keep it at the proportion, the ratio of one to three. Okay, now I'm gonna um, go on to the next one, the making checklists before we go to the next commercial break, because I really do think that this this can be summarized in a more quick way. You're talking about um, daily checklists. OK, this goes back to personality. Ladies and gentlemen, there are going to be things in life you're just terrible at. You are not going to be good at them. The only way that you can create a healthy behavior is if you create a routine. If you do something physically enough times, you are going to get into the habit of doing that and your body is going to get so used to doing that. If you stop, <laughs> your body is going to take over and do it for you. Okay. Yeah. There will still be an internal resistance, but having that natural part of just your being saying, well, you know what, let's keep doing this. We get, it takes 21 days to actually create a habit. You know what? Yeah, that's a long time, 21 days. Well, if you're talking about by the hour, by the minute, or it's hundreds, it's thousands, it's checklists, okay? Things that you do that make you feel successful, that make you feel satisfied and fulfilled, that's a ratio of one to four, okay? In your day, 
make your checklist of one thing that you do automatically and you do it really, really well and you enjoy doing it. So you can say, look, see, I did that thing. That's a confirmation of me. One thing that, you know what you do, you do, but you need a reminder to do it. It's not hard, but you do need a reminder sometimes. And then one thing that you really don't do you need to be taught. You kind of need to be motivated to do it and you'd really rather not, but it's not too hard. You can't really complain. And then one thing of, oh my God, do I have to do it? When you have those things that you go throughout your life, don't have more than eight total because if you're awake for a 16 hour day, that will give you an hour to two hours to be able to get those things done it will keep you focused and it will help you get into the routine of doing things that you don't necessarily want to do, but you won't be overwhelming yourself with too many things. That's the note that I wanted to leave you on because when we come back, we're going to be talking about feelings. You know what? Yeah. You need to not feel overwhelmed if you're going to be successful. So we're going to take one more commercial break. Again, this is the power of synergy on BBS radio. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardone. Welcome back to the Power of Synergy on BBS Radio. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona. So today we're talking about setting yourself up for success and equipping yourself to deal with all of the things that could potentially come up. It's very important to remember that your positive energy is very, very vital to you doing anything. It, it is going to be the source of your success. If you have negative energy, you might get a few things done but you're not going to be truly successful in the long term, in a permanent way. So when we're talking now about um, giving yourself a shot in the arm, you have to be able to say, I am in a really bad mood right now. I need to get myself in a good mood. And I always love that, that line in a movie when the brother says to his sister, get in a good mood. How hard is it just to decide to be in a good mood and then be in a good mood? And she's like, gee it's easy. Like, don't give me that. You know what? If it was easy, everyone would do it all the time. It's not easy. You have to know, you have to know what things would actually make you feel good and say, you know what? I really do need to have good things in my life that I do for myself just to give me that extra, yeah, positive, some kind of, um, I can't think of the word other than you need a little bit of, of strength and fortitude to keep going. Well, sometimes it needs to be bigger than, than other times. But it's very important when you are saying to yourself, and this is different from a reward. A re reward is you've done something to earn it. This is what you're basically saying. I'm rewarding myself just for being me. 
with the hope that this is an investment, my good return on the investment is going to be worth what I did. Now, this is very important and it's very, very um, potentially dangerous for people if they do things, giving themselves a shot in the arm. What is that? Okay, we're talking about heroin that's addictive. Do things that are healthful for you. That means you might need to redefine what is truly helpful for you. Are there good things in your life that give you that, that positive energy, that attitude, readjustment? You need to do things that are um, personally important to you. Sometimes it could be a, a song. It could be a picture. It could be um, something that you smell. It could be... Um, some kind of food or drink. It's just very important to remember here, I actually wrote the list down and I'm gonna try and go through the list real quick because there's there are 10 sort of um, conditions and qualifications. Now, what you need to have, if you're gonna be successful giving yourself a shot in the arm, you have to have things, at least five things that you have all um, immediate access to. They need to be in a place or a circumstance that you will not have to struggle to have access to it. Okay. And only, you know, really, cause everybody's situation is different. There isn't necessarily going to be a place that, you know what, this is a foolproof thing to do because our lives are so different now. And they're so complex. Now we don't have, uh, the lifestyle that is conventional. You need to look at yourself and say, okay, where are the places that would be the least disturbing to my environment, but the most readily accessible, easily accessible for me? Maybe you should just take a day and figure that out. It would be good for you just to know that about your own life. That's a good um, inventory for you to take. And then the second one is do not use any of them more than twice per day, 24 hour period. You cannot use more than twice the one in that 24 hour period. And then do not spend more than 10 minutes doing the activity because then it's not a shot in the arm. It is an actual different kind of activity that qualifies as something completely different. You're actually investing more than what you're getting out of it. Okay. And then uh, do not spend more than 50% of your hourly pay rate on it. Okay. And I know that's, that's not it's not really exciting if you're making minimum wage, but all that's going to mean is you need to be resourceful. You need to be creative about getting things. Okay, what things can I actually genuinely afford to do or have or be experienced? Well, you might be surprised. There, there might be, there, for me, one of mine is Rocky Road Candy Bar. I cannot find them anywhere anymore. When I have, when I have a location, a store, a a warehouse that actually has them, I will buy a box of 24 of them and keep them in a place, right? Because they're only a dollar and 89 cents. Yes, in Washington state. Candy bars used to be 50 cents, but a dollar 89, I can say, yeah, this is shot in the arm. This is something that I love. It means something to me because it's not out there anymore. And I love the squishiness of the, the marshmallows and when I'm done eating it, I actually have a different mindset because it means something to me emotionally. So 50% of your hourly pay rate. Now, don't place any demand or pressure on other people 
to participate in it with you without their prior consent. That must that means that if you talk to them before the situation, you might be surprised. Someone you might need someone to participate in that activity with you. They might be they might be good with that. Go ahead and ask. Don't ever pressure someone. Make them feel guilty or responsible for your happiness. Okay, because that's not fair to them. And do not ever consume more than 10% of your daily caloric intake. Do you know what a healthy diet is for you? Do not ever make more than 10% of what you consume in the entire day to be one of these kind of fun moments for you. Okay, now they must be powerful enough for you to improve your overall condition by at least 33% when you are done. Okay, now that means you got to put a lot of forethought into this. Do you know how much this one particular um, song that you're listening to, the one exercise that you do, it might be a stretch that you do for three, four, five minutes. How much does that actually improve either mentally or emotionally or, you know, physically your condition, previous condition when you're done? You have to make sure that you know what percentage you are at before and then be able to gauge who and how and what you are when you are done. And then you must be um, completely mentally separate and emotionally detached from anything negative in your life while you are doing it. You are not allowed to fortify yourself in a positive way when you are surrounded by toxicity. That means you either have to get good people with you, around you, or you need to be alone. And if you're okay, understanding and accepting that, yeah, there are going to be times when I just need, I just need to have this for me. And if you're not going to be good with me, then you need to get out. And, and yeah, that's, that feels good when you have that confidence to say that and people are going to go, wow, okay, <laughs> you're really serious about this. Let's see what happens. And then when they see that you've improved 33% in just 10 minutes or with only, you know, 200 calories, they can go, wow. That's really cool. You took excellent care of yourself. You got in a good mood. Cool. And I'll go absolutely support you in that because you made my life better when you made your life better. Now, the important thing is when you're done, deal with whatever it was that need created. Okay. It, it made you have to do that for yourself. When you are in a higher quality state, be proactively and confidently um, smart and strong and healthy in the way that you fix the problem that created that condition for you in the first place. And now my favorite one, negative emotions. They just happen for us in life. I saved it till the very end because <clears throat> they're not a bad thing. Negativity is not always negative. It's what you do with it. So let's talk about the three most common negative emotions that we have as human beings. They're very powerful. <clears throat> the first one is anger. Mm -hmm. Second one is fear. And the third one is anxiety. So just a real quick overview. What are each of those things? Anger is our body's way of telling us, you know what? Something has happened. It shouldn't have happened. And you really need to deal with this. I'm, gonna, I'm going to make you feel so many intensely, overwhelmingly, powerful things that is going to give you not only the the volition but the actual physical strength to do whatever needs to be done and i'm not going to go away until you fix this problem okay 
okay, you know what, that's a good thing because it's also meaning that you have the opportunity to improve a situation. All you have to do is think about now what's going on inside of you is pretty powerful. That is a sub issue. There's whatever triggered it. And then there's the anger itself. If you appreciate that there are certain things that you just have to deal with physiologically, mentally, and emotionally <clears throat> to process the anger and get yourself into that place, you do need to, to say very mindfully, what exactly is it that made me have this personal experience inside of myself where my body is saying, this is really important. What the hell is wrong with you? When are you going to fix this problem? Okay. Sometimes you can be in a charged situation and go, wow. Okay. Well, no, actually it was this. And when she said, when they, no, because when he does that, and, and that wouldn't even, was good. some people can do that while they're still emotionally charged. You might not be able to do that. If you need to do some kinds of activities to get your biochemistry back, you can promise yourself that you say, I'm going to take care of myself right now to work through all of the effects of the emotional anger that I'm feeling. And then, yeah, now that I'm, I'm back in that good place, now let's actually take a look at the details about what happened and why it happened and what we can do about that and what I need to do differently maybe next time and who are the people involved. If you appreciate that your anger is amazing, that's a wonderful gift of your body saying to you, yeah, let's go ahead and fix this problem right now. Then you won't be so angry about your anger. Okay. And then the second one is fear. Yeah, fear is your body's way of saying, oh my God, if we don't deal with the situation right now, we are going to die. It really is fight or flight. It is about survival. That's going to give you a lot of energy and it's going to make your thinking very focused and it's going to make you very determined and very capable, of, but very limited. So when you have fear, you need to be able to say, okay, I am going to take care immediately of all of those things going on with me. And then... You can, you can never deal effectively in a situation while you're having those biochemical um, experiences. So taking care of yourself, is there genuinely a fear, a life or death threatening situation? Probably not. What is it that's making you feel that way? Why do you believe that? That's a great thing about fear. It's our subconscious way of saying, this is what needs to be taken care of right now. And then there's anxiety. That's our body telling us, you know what? Something could potentially happen. I'm letting you know, I'm giving you a heads up. I'm giving you some, you know, little experiences, some thoughts and feelings. Don't let this happen. Fear is it is happening. Anger is it has happened. Anxiety is, you know, it could happen. So it's not as intense, but it's still just as important because it's your body's way of saying, are you looking at this whole thing? I'm going to go ahead and give you a little nudge and say, you need to look at something. Take a moment, take a step back and say, what am I anxious about? There are a lot of things going on right now in this situation. Which one of those things? There might be more, right? Interconnected, related to other things. But what really is the source of my anxiety? And then what am I going to do about it? Who are the people in my life that are a part of it? And most importantly, this is another opportunity for you to tap into the good resources in your life. If you trust your ability to take care of yourself, 
And you know that the people that are in your life are your source of support and encouragement. You're not going to be embarrassed to admit things that before, you know what, you might not have liked about yourself. You might not have want to admit about yourself. Yeah, it's okay because they do care about you genuinely. And you know that the things that you're going through physiologically in the emotional experience are things that are separate from whatever um, triggered them, whatever caused them to happen. So that also then gives you the opportunity to say, I'm going to take good care of myself and get myself recentered. So I'm going to leave the show today on this note. What my, my ballet teacher always said, when you were about to fall off of your toe shoes, she'd say, you need to step out of the group and you need to recenter. She never said, get your balance, get balanced. It was about finding your, your middle, your weight, then your chest, and then your head, all of those things, all the way down to the tip of your toe, that is the base of your toe shoe. When you are centered, everything going on around you can be going on. You are staying still and stable. When you are centered, you take care of yourself. The gift of synergy that you bring into the world you are making other people exponentially better because you are being better. You don't need high quantities when you are high quality and you are satisfied with simple. You are happy with less because your personal fulfillment comes from true internal balance, not external circumstances. It's an internal condition. So bring good energy into the world, create positive synergy in the world. Thank you so much for the, listening to the show today. Again, my name is Gabrielle Cardona, and this is BBS Radio and the Power of Synergy. If you want to send an email, go ahead and send an email to synergyrelationshipcoaching at gmail.com. And I'm giving the book away for um, some of the listeners today who wanted the book, they just wanted to see what it was about. This is a little infomercial. Go ahead and, and send me an email, mention the radio show. Thank you so much for watching today. We'll see you same time, same place next week.